Welcome to Iro Live with host Bob Bay. You guys know I say it all the time. You got to start with step one, right? Well, we're talking about step six and seven now, but you got to start with step one. Tonight is kind of more about everybody, whether you're in recovery or not. Okay, anybody, everybody needs to know this information to be able to move through their life smoothly. About three years ago, somewhere around three years ago, I, did, I didn't mark the date because I didn't know that three years later I would be talking about it. And you know, COVID was part of it. That changed a lot of people's perspective on life, changed my perspective, but there were other things that had happened. There were some decisions I made. I reacted in some situations the wrong way, and uh, I had to walk in the consequences of them. I didn't like go out and sin or anything. I didn't knock off a liquor store or anything. It wasn't anything like that. I just reacted in some situations in ways that I don't want to. I don't want to react in those ways. And I had to walk in the consequences of it. And I was disappointed in myself because of it. And you guys know that I've talked before about I struggle with anger. Drugs and alcohol are no longer an issue for me. I have no desire but I do sometimes struggle with anger. And in that, the way I struggle with it is reacting in ways outside of the way I want to react. Basically, I should say, I react. People do things, makes me angry, and then I react. Last week, we started talking about significance as that relates to our character defects and our shortcomings. I talked about how in order to, to walk in the significance that we were designed to walk in, we had to bear the image of Christ. That's the way we were designed. We we're in his image. We were created in the image of God. To be able to experience true significance, we have to bear the image of Christ. We're going to talk about what that means exactly to bear his image as we go through the weeks and that ahead. But remember, I talked about we have three categories of needs. We have the need for significance, the need for security, and the need for socialization, which is relationships. All of our problems evolve around our inability to meet those needs in acceptable ways. I can say that a lot of different ways. But we do. We try and meet those needs. We develop coping skills. We've talked about it in the past. And so what ends up happening in our culture, we have substituted that sense of significance, of feeling like you matter and that you're important, that you have destiny and all of those things that are wrapped up in that significance. We have substituted significance with success. And we put a picture of what we believe success looks like. And so what that has done to us is people, human beings, seek significance. And they make that their purpose. And they hope to find meaning in that. You guys ever ask yourself, there's got to be more. There's got to be more to this, than, more to life than just this. I asked for a long time, and, and going back to the, the three years ago, the story about three years ago, 
I knew that there had to be more and that there had to be a reason after all the things I'd been through, after all the struggles that I walked through, after everything that I had left behind, why am I still dealing with certain things over and over and over again? Things like anger. Why am I reacting the way I react? I don't want to. Why is it that when people say things in certain ways, it causes me to react in certain ways? Be that a burst of anger, or be that when somebody says something, me feel bad about myself, or be that when somebody says something, it causes me to strive to gain their approval. Whatever it may be, all of that is wrapped up in significance, inability to experience significance. And so that began a real sincere quest. Now guys, I started talking about significance, security and socialization about 11 years ago. But I didn't really understand the depth, the, the meaning of it. People struggle to find significance and they make that their purpose because they hope to find meaning in that. Let me give you an example. You grow up, you have this need to achieve in your life. Yes, you want things. A lot of people want things. You want a house, you want the different things that we talked about before we started. But there's a lot of people that look to success because they want a big house, they want a fancy car, they want all of these things so that they feel better about themselves. Now, not everybody's that way. Not everybody is looking for a big house and a fancy car to feel better about themselves. Some people want a medium house, or some people just want a house, but they, they strive for success, or they give up on the idea of success and the pain of that feeling insignificant drives them to either do drugs, drink, get into relationships that they shouldn't be in, do all of these things to mask that feeling of, being, of feeling insignificant. But so this is what happened. And you guys have heard it. You've heard the story over and over again of these people, these rock stars or these famous people, the sports guys, all of this stuff. They seek to be successful, to have these things to gain significance, and they make that their purpose in hopes of finding meaning in it. But then they achieve the success, and the significance is meaningless. They lose their purpose and they end up committing suicide, they end up becoming addicted to drugs, they end up doing all kinds of stuff, end up bankrupt many times, making all kinds of terrible choices because they placed the meaning of life was based on the purpose that they lived their life to gain significance. That seems pretty simple, right? But so here's what we're talking about doing in this step and what we're gonna talk about doing. In those three needs, if you can walk in true significance, you will make better decisions concerning your money and better decisions concerning material possessions, better decisions concerning jobs, whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing, all of that, you'll make more responsible, rational decisions in that. 
So you're secure, and God will be able to do things in your life to orchestrate things because you won't misuse or abuse the things you have. And so you will gain security in that. You will have security in who you are and your identity when you walk in the proper significance. Once you have that, then the relationships that you have will be able to be healthier because you'll be able to make choices and react and interact with people in a more healthy way. You won't be, as I, the example I gave, you won't be reacting all of the time. You'll be able to actually relate rather than re- react. Once you get the significance part taken care of, all of this other stuff will fall into place. And this is a key thing in addictions. Addictions are found to have a lack or an inability to make meaningful connections with the people around you. It it leaves an emptiness within you. Clinical studies have have found to show this, an inability to connect. But when we understand who we are and we can walk in that significance, all of that will fall into place. The desire to anesthetize or numb the pain will leave. Because with addictions, a week to 30 days, physical withdrawals are gone. No matter what it is, a week to 30 days. Now, it's true that, and I learned this a long time ago, that like take meth, for example, it takes a year to two years for your brain chemistry to kind of like level back out, your dopamine levels and all of that. It takes a while, depending on how long you've been doing it and how much you've done, it takes a while for all of that to balance out. When our significance, when we're able to walk in that significance in the right way, everything else will fall into place. Our relationships will fall into place. This is really the way we should be approaching it. When we find our proper significance, it will give our life meaning. And when we have that meaning, it will cause us to have purpose. That's the way God designed it. God created us in his image. It gave meaning to our lives. And in that, we find our purpose. You're not searching for some career or work to meet an unmet need or to fulfill an unmet desire, or to find significance that you won't find in that, you will be able to follow your destiny. You will be able to find your destiny and walk in it when you find your significance. So you find your meaning in that significance, and that gives you purpose. So when you're walking in your destiny, You will have meaning. Your life will feel meaningful. All of these other things will start to fall off. The shortcomings. And so in step six, when it talks about being entirely ready to have God remove these defects of character, what they're talking about in those defects of character, that is your coping skills, coping mechanisms, the things you do to meet your own needs or to mask unmet needs. And then in step seven, when we humbly ask him to remove all of our shortcomings, those shortcomings are the results of those coping skills, the consequences, you might say. Here's an example. 
When I'm living my life, I have to control things in order to control the situations and circumstances in my environment. If I'm going to meet my own needs, I have to control the situations and circumstances in order to control the outcome of those things, right? And so when other people infringe on that or step on that, it frustrates me, create, causes me to be impatient with them. Frustration and impatience when I'm out of control, when I feel out of control. And so my controlling is part of my coping skills in order to manage my own life. That's one of my character defects. My shortcoming is that I'm frustrated and impatient. Because we've done this list, this fourth step and fifth step, we have this list of these things that we can look back on and we can say, you know what? I did this and this and this and this. I can see where all of this, I was doing all of this to do this, to achieve this. This was what was going on in my life. And you guys, I've said it before, it's not easy to identify these things by yourself many times because you've been living in them and you haven't been looking at it from this frame of reference. You need help in walking through this. But so you begin to identify those coping skills or coping mechanisms that you've been using. Then you're able to identify the consequences of those things or the, the results of walking in those coping skills, which causes your shortcomings, which is, it's a real polite way to say the stuff that you're messed up in, <laughs> your messed up feelings and emotions and, and the way you react to things and all of that. Remember we talked about being aware. Admitting to ourself begins to make you aware. Now we can't fix these things. However, remember God gave us back our chooser. He gave us the ability to choose back in step one, two, and three. And so we have this choice, so we face these choices. Just like me, in my life today, I am given the choice on how I react when people say things and do things in my life. I have freedom now. Does that mean that I no longer get angry? Absolutely not. I get angry all the time. <laughs> but the Bible says, be angry and sin not. You're gonna get angry, but it's how you react what you do from that anger is the issue and how it will determine what consequences you end up walking in. I use anger because that's my thing. You guys may have different things. You have different things that you struggle with, that you're trying to overcome, that you're dealing with. And so you need to be able to identify those things and go back. And again, this is not easy and this is not always simple. Why in the world did it take me 30 years to figure out this process seems like a long time, doesn't it? But the thing is, is if you, if you can identify that in your life and you can walk in it, you won't have to wait 30 years. You can do it in months. I like the months better than years. So going back to finding our significance and bearing Christ's image. In the Bible, there's a lot of different things that the Bible talks about as far as what the image of Christ is. And we are to put on the new man put off the old man we are to walk as Jesus did now you guys I'm just being honest a big reason why I struggled was because I in my Christian culture that I was brought up in I was taught that you can't you can't attain 
all of that's just too hard. You can't really be like Christ. And you're kind of wasting your time if you try too hard. I'm being honest. I always gave myself a pass on different things. I would give myself an excuse why it was okay. Why, If, you're, if you have the ability to choose and you're continuously being, there, being given the choice and you continuously make the wrong choice, at some point you're responsible for it. Right? In everything. At some point you are responsible. Now God loves us and he wants to walk us through that. And I've said before, God, if he tells us to forgive 70 times 7, he'll, he's more than willing to do the same. But at some point, he's going to allow us to walk, just like any good parent, he's going to allow us to walk in the serious consequences of our choosing the wrong way, of our choosing our own way. And that's what God allowed me to do. And I, I don't like it. I'm still today... There are consequences of choices I made two years ago that I'm walking in today. And I don't like it. But I have a freedom and a joy and a peace because I understand now. And this is the awesome thing of it. It's like, well, I kind of had to go through all of that to learn what I had to learn. I can count it all joy when I face various trials. Because I know I'm learning what I need to learn. Does that make any sense? I know that's kind of, I don't want to play in traffic and get hit by a bus to learn not to play in traffic. Back when I was early in my recovery, I'd listened to this guy talking and he was, he was being congratulated because he had so many years of clean time. And he said, why are you congratulating me for having all these years clean time? It'd be like rewarding somebody and congratulating them for not playing in traffic after they got hit by a car. Well, that's just, it's just stupid. But we, we do it, don't we? We run right back out there in that street. <laughs> not just with drugs and alcohol, but with everything in our lives. When I talked about giving myself a pass, making excuses because it's like, well, there's no way you can live like that. Nobody can be perfect. You're right. Nobody can be perfect. We are continuously being given choices. And if we seek God, he will give us the ability to make good choices. So no, will you be perfect? No, but you will be perfectly in his will. That makes sense? So that even when you're, you've missed it, when you make a bad choice, because God disciplines those he loves, that doesn't mean punish. It means he disciplines he creates things in our lives and does things in our lives to create discipline within us. He's not punishing us. He's disciplining us to teach us self-discipline so that when we face these choices, we can make good choices. And all of that evolves around stepping outside of ourselves and into Him and bearing His image. And you can say, well, that doesn't sound like any fun. Maybe not to you. It sounds great to me. I'm 56 years old. I've been walking in the consequences of living life my way for a long time. The idea of living life God's way. And that you guys, I, 
I've been doing ministry stuff for a long time and, and working with people and to walk out of addictions for decades. But I still, it's like I'm brand new. It's like I'm starting all over again in this whole thing. When the disciples were arguing, arguing at the Last Supper over who was going to be the greatest in the kingdom, Jesus said, that's not the way my kingdom works. The greatest in this kingdom, in this world, will be the least in mine. And the least in this world will be the greatest in my kingdom. That is the beginning of truth and understanding. Significance. That is the beginning of wisdom in significance, where my significance comes from. Thanks for listening. Please comment and subscribe for upcoming podcasts. To order your copy of My Real Life, go to the Take Action page at our website, reallifeministries-stl.com, or go to Real Life Ministries STL on Facebook.